Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today, in our quest to get all of the Try Guys, we got Zach here. You got to catch them all. And you're you're wearing Try Guys merch. I am. You know, I didn't realize this was going to be videotaped, so I'm like, oh, cool. I'm running out the house. Let's throw on a quick hoodie. No, but the good you're thing, repping. I'm repping. The good yeah. thing about having merch is that your lazy outfits seem like a choice. Mm-hmm. It's 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 uh, I'm advertising. Yeah, and it's like revenue. Like you're like Absolutely. my laziness and not figuring out what to wear is going to hopefully make me money. A quest to be a walking billboard. Exactly. So if you guys uh, are not watching it, watch so you can see the merch. You guys have great merch. Thanks. It took me like an embarrassing long time to figure <laughs> to it, it out mm-hmm. well it's, it's the dumbest thing possible we uh it was a commentary on how all youtubers have like the dumbest Fandoms. call to action of like 
what is it? What is he? Does who dabs on the haters and all oh, that shit? The the the, the yeah. We don't, the, let's just start talking don't, about who them. Cares? Yeah, we won't Those start there. Fuck faces. So we started with horn the homies. Where <laughs> just a, a joke, but we're the try guys. So the try ceratops. So we got a little dinosaur. But it's in your colors too. Yeah, that's like the one where I was like, my friend was like, yeah, and I love that it's in their colors. And I was like, yeah, me too. I totally <laughs> got that this whole time. Part of it is I just like. I, we used to have some shirts that said like try in big yeah. letters and I can't wear that. It's too like try hard. Try. And it's like so horrifying. Like if I'm out in public, I'm just like, hey, look at me. I'm, I'm me. Yeah. I'm me. And it's, it's confirming it is in yeah, fact me. It just feels too full of myself. So I'm like, let's do a cute logo. Yeah. And I would rather wear that. And I, yeah. I think people would rather wear that. I think it's I think it's like more fun. At least me as like a fan like of things. Like I'm more likely to wear f- merch where it's like I don't want every not that I'm like embarrassed to be fans of people. Right. Like I don't want to like walk around with someone's face on like no. a shirt. So no, when no, I see no. people who do that, unless it's like Jojo Siwa, like I, I'll wear her face. I want a fucking Jojo Siwa shirt. Jojo, so if you're listening, bad. please send us some Dude, shirts. Dude, sold out. Her shit is sold out everywhere. It's mm. unbelievable. She's in like I think she's in Coles as well. Yeah, no, I think she is. She's like absolutely crushing. Did you see Justin Bieber and her- <laughs> yeah, of course. It's Did great. Did you see the Justin Bieber Mm-mm. issue? Oh my god, Melissa, hi. Let's introduce you. Hi. This telling you about Jojo Siwa and Justin Bieber. Jojo had the most obscene over bubblegum car with her face on oh, it and like yes. it was no, like Lisa Frank yes. vomited yeah. and shat yeah. on the same time and yeah. decoed de- a car with it yes and uh did Bieber Biebs tell her to burn it no so so the, it was oh, why do I know that it's West Coast Customs who did the car <laughs> like, I, like I just know you looked into getting I, yeah, it like, like ooh are they selling more like, of these is this more can I get this wrap <laughs> um so they posted on their Instagram and he commented on uh, that and said burn it and then she's made it into this whole thing of like burn it is like her new like slogan. Oh, God damn it. I know. And then she like he apologized. She's a savvy kid. Dude, it's crazy. Okay, guys, um, this is uh, Don't Play Me. It's an advice podcast where you guys call in, you leave us voicemails and tell us what's happening in your life. And then we uh, try and help you as best we can. Did you emphasize try because I'm here? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, maybe. Uh, I appreciate it. Thanks, thanks. It's like the one Gabby and Allison were... Uh, here separately and I realized that I kept doing um, I kept singing their like uh, international question and I was like stealing it and using it for our thing and they both were like by the way you know you do that I was like, wow I do that's my bad I just love them uh, and so the phone number for that is 310-694-0976 holy shit I remember wow that was huge yeah we've had we went a little bit of a long a little long break mm-hmm. right a little long break um, a little long it's been a month it has been a welcome month welcome back Thanks so much. And welcome you. Yeah, welcome well, I'm first glad to be time. here. I, uh, uh, I, to prepare for this, I, I listened to a little bit of Ned's podcast. And great. then every time he talked, I muted it to think <laughs> what I would say so that I could be better than him. Yeah, so that's my good. really only goal Perfect. here today. If you listen to Ned's podcast, this one's going to be better. I also censored. Well, I don't I don't read all that we like. I will go through and like pick questions that I like. Um, just in general, I don't necessarily know which, sometimes it'll be like specific for a guest, but I'll usually read like the, not even the summary, but like the subject of them. I vetted yours a lot less than I vetted his. Dope. Well, because he like, he's, he's, like he's a little more, he's a little cleaner. And has like a, like a, a human kid. larva. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like a, yeah, like a, like a, like a baby a flesh thing. sack that's going to grow into exactly. a, a, a college student so someday. I just felt like I was like, I was very, because our questions get really extreme. Super sexual sometimes. Yeah. Sometime. yeah like, no, entire, I'm here for it. I'm into it. I just kept picturing Ned, like talking about his wife and all this stuff. And then like being like, like poised with this like very like gross like sex question i was like i can't do it i'm definitely grosser than him like he i think left to his own devices he would become 
like the best version of, uh, uh, he'd become like the best version of Kevin James, you know, like clean comedy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. That Whereas, makes sense. Whereas like I take my pants off as yes. whenever I can on yeah. camera and. It's always the goal. Okay. I have an, I had another segue about taking pants off, but it doesn't matter. We're moving on to the actual podcast. Oh, guys, yes. And international callers. Don't worry. We didn't forget about you. Uh, <laughs> you can email us an audio file at megapodcast at gmail.com. And uh, uh, we, can, we can give you advice, too, because we know you have problems, not just in the U.S. Okay, we're starting now. Let's do it. Let's begin. Hi, Megan. I had called in before, but I was extremely drunk, and I don't remember what I said. So I'm going to try this again. Um, I'm 25 years old. I've been with my boyfriend for about two and a half years. Uh, he just moved in this past summer. Uh, my boyfriend's actually 31 years old, and he's working part-time at a children's hospital. Um, every time I say that, everyone's like, well, you're dating a doctor. Nope, <laughs> not quite. So he is a like patient transfer person, I guess. Like He transfers patients to appointments or if they have surgery or whatever the case is. Um, and he spends the other part of his time um, developing and animating a video game with his friend. Um, the development of this video game has been slow as ever, and I feel like I'm starting to get impatient. He makes no money off of this video game yet. He keeps telling me that, you know, someday maybe kind of thing, or I say someday maybe, but he seems to be convinced that it definitely will be profitable at some point. Um, currently, I work a better job, and it's full-time, um, and I, so that just means that I bring home more money than he, uh, he does. He does kind of come off a little bit intimidated by that. I don't know if it's just kind of like male ego thing or age difference. He seems to think he should have his shit together more being 31 versus me who's 25. Um, but when I tell him, you know, it's because I'm working full time and you're only working part time, you could make just as much money, you know, working full time. He gets mad because he knows that I hate um, waiting for this game to take off. Um, I want him to be more financially stable, too, um, or at least be at the same level that I'm at. But I'm starting to kind of feel like maybe that's a shallow thought. Um, I don't really know how to handle, I guess, this situation. I also want to emphasize that I have no idea about video games. I've never played a video game. I don't really know how long they take to make or anything like that. So I don't want to be unreasonable either. Like, I know I'm completely ignorant when it comes to it. But I also want to be with someone who's financially stable. I want to actually have a future with him, and it's hard to picture that when I know he's not at that point yet. Because he is kind of a little bit older than me, I also don't want to be waiting forever either. Any advice on me, I guess, situation, and even how to handle um, a guy who maybe feels a little bit more intimidated making less money than his girlfriend or being even less successful to some degree than his girlfriend, at least when it comes to financials, um, I would greatly appreciate it. Oof. Oof. A, lot, a lot to unpa- yeah. unpackage there. At first I was like, oh, this is an art question. I can like answer like how to <laughs> yeah. be better at your craft, but there's so much more at play. Yeah. Um, I think to start uh, and – you I mean you're the only boy here, so you're gonna be you're on. I'm gonna be leaned on heavily. Out, we're gonna be outnumbered in this thing because we're all probably gonna agree on it. I don't think like it's not your job to make him comfortable. Not that you're gonna feel this way, but like it's not 
your job to make him feel more comfortable with you making more money. Like, no, that's, not at all. And I, like, I also I have a huge problem with like anyone that thinks that that pow- I guess yeah. pow- that dynamic can't exist healthily. Like, that's so stupid. But it sounds like part of the problem is that she wants him to make yeah, more money. And which I also think is like instilled in women in general that like you're sure. so, like. I don't necessarily think that like a I don't I won't say it's selfish. I wonder, though, I get questions that I have automatically. If like moving in together. I think like someone else's financial. I, I think a drive is more important than yes. like, income. Yes. And someone's like what they like having like a passion and a drive towards something and like really wanting to do something and really caring about it. It's like marrying like a teacher. Like teachers don't make don't a ton make a lot of, money, of money, but they're but, dedicated. Like, yeah. And they I really think what love would, that. What would bother me more is my partner seeming like my partner doesn't care or isn't motivated. Yeah. I have so many like first of alls yeah. that I want to address yeah. on this no, one. Take, start, start. Because my first of all is that there's absolutely no shame in working at a hospital and not being a doctor. I think that's like, my girlfriend's a nurse. I know a lot of people that have miscellaneous jobs Mm -hmm. around the hospital and they are all valid and awesome. I don't know what this specific job is. Yeah, just driving patients. Yeah, it's just like, maybe they're at one facility and they need to go to another facility. He transports them. Yeah. Okay, all right. But I mean, that's like a, you, that's not like a, like that job in itself has meaning sure, and like comes from like a good place. It's not like his part-time job is working at Best Buy, you know? So like I automatically think that like having a part-time job in a place where it's not really like a, you know, like filler jobs or like places where people sure. like, like it's the turnover is like so incredibly fast. Like it's all high schoolers who work there over the summer, like working at a hospital, like at a children's hospital, doing something where you're like interacting with like patients on like a pretty semi-regular basis. Like to me, that seems like a, there could be like a longer, more full-time future in that. And also it's not really, it's not really, a, I don't know. To me, it's like not really like a temporary kind of job. Like it seems like. So, so hospital jobs good. actually are only a few days a week and it's because okay. the hours are so insane. So nurses oh. typically only work at hospitals, only work three days a week. Oh, Cause they're on like crazy. Shifts. Yeah. Cause they work 12 hour but shifts, they're, but they're probably working full time. I think her problem is it's that he's, a, working, is he part-time? he's working part time so that he can do this video so game. He can do the video All right. Game. Yeah. That's bogus dude. Yeah. You got to get a real job. But uh, it, what if the video game like takes off? Well, okay. And how stupid do you fucking feel if you broke up with your boyfriend and then the video game blew the fuck up? But the thing is, is it going to take off if he's not working for a larger company as it is? Independent games, independent anything, really hard, right? And I don't know about games particularly. What what I do know about any sort of art, and this is like, you have to do things a lot and go through the whole process to get good. Mm -hmm. Working on one project and trying your best to perfect it is going to keep you at one level and you will never grow. So I know he's not calling, but if he were to ask advice on his video game, I would say, fuck that game. Make 20 games in the next year as quickly as you can. Go through the process. It's not about the home runs. It's about the advance. And that's how you close the gap between your skill and your taste. You have to, you have to go through the process again and again and again. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing that this dude is working on one project and he's like, this is the one it's going to break big. But who knows if he's even completed one game? Yeah. Like, your first any creative thing is never going to be good. You have to go through the process and learn to let go yeah. and move on. Yeah, you have to learn how to kill your darlings, that whole Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. I wonder how long he's been working on it. Cause like, yeah, she wasn't specific. If it's like that. six months, I feel like- Six months is okay. Yeah, but I, was, I feel like that's totally like, I would assume it would take so much more than that. I'm guessing if it's, it's been like years. If it's like five years, I think 
it needs to get to a point. And also, like, I wonder, like, if are they pitching it? Like, are they trying to sell it? Like, if if it hasn't, if it's just been the development stage for like a really long time, and they're trying to perfect it exactly like you're saying, like trying to get to it's this level. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, I, and I'm like, sorry to say, man. And if you're it's... withholding, like, pit, like trying to sell it because like you're waiting for it to be perfect, like that probably means you don't have a lot of confidence in it. Yeah, and, and so it, I think if, if it's he's not totally trying, obvious, that that's that was me. Like, it, like I a couple years ago was working on like one project. I'm like, this is the one. Mm -hmm. And I, I made it and I realized it wasn't perfect. And I was just like working on frames. Like, okay, if I, if I change this edit by, by a couple seconds, it'll it'll work now. I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, it's like not till I started making content for the internet. And I like within a year made 65 things. And now all of a sudden I look back a year later and I'm so much better because duh, you have to go through Mm -hmm. it. But I think some things do like some things can take a really long time before you see like a great outcome. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not worth it, but like there have to be the steps in that. Like there has, like it has to be moving forward. It can't just be like, if you're at the same stage and it's just two people like him and his, whoever he's doing this with, if they're at the same stage and it's just them working on it and it's not moving forward with like, other aspects besides just like developing it then I'm like then that needs to be something then I think in her eyes like I think that is kind of cause for concern because it's just I don't think there's anything wrong I guess we should go to the the financial aspect of it right and I think like I think she's probably right on that he feels uncomfortable and kind of like threatened by it and I will say I have made more money than every guy I've ever dated like ever and I'm now at the point where if I was dating a guy who like had a lot more money than I did, I'd probably feel weird because I've been like used to that aspect. And I think like not even necessarily like feel weird. I just like, I also am somebody who I, I like, I don't like other people paying for things. I don't feel comfortable yeah. with that. Like I, I don't, I don't like when people like, I feel uncomfortable if someone like would offer to pay for a ton of stuff. So I wonder living together, is it, are you covering, are you covering his ass? Like, are you like yeah. paying for that I, stuff? See, I might be reading the tea leaves too much here, but I have a feeling that the problem isn't that she makes more money. Yeah. It's really this crux of like, he's 31. Yeah. That's the age when you kind of are at this turning point where like, Hey man, like it, dreams are great and mm-hmm. I love him. I support him, but also you have a responsibility. And if yeah. you, she's trying to picture a future with this guy and he's not taking the steps to showcase that he's going to be providing and, and committed mm-hmm. to like the health of their relationship. And so when you're at that age, yeah, like I think it's great to have a passion project, but first and foremost, you need to take care of the home front. You need to have, yeah. it's responsibility. Yeah. And she said if he worked full time, then they would be making the same amount of money. Right. And and then, you know, it's up to you. If you really care about this game now in your free time, that's when you're going to be hustling and putting in extra time. But I, I don't think I'm quite okay, as okay with him being like, well, I'm going to do part-time because I'm working on this thing and it's going to be, it's going to take off. It's going to hit. Like at a certain point you need to, I don't want to say grow up and because that, that infers dropping the dream, but like realize that you have a responsibility and that you need to step up. Yeah. And if this is his dream, then maybe he can get a job in that field. Exactly what I was going to say. And work on that during the day. And then at nighttime he can be working on this. And getting a job in that Mm -hmm. field will help him hone and refine those skills. I think that's like, you get to this point where you're like dream or whatever you're doing. Like I like am an unemployed actor who also does everything else that I do while I'm being an unemployed actor is still like, performance and media film related like I 
that's where it like, became, And in doing like, so, you're making your own opportunities. And I'm also like learning more about things. Like I'm learning more about everything that I can do in one thing is going to help me in something yeah. else. And I think like for that's kind of may, maybe maybe she's picking up on the fact that like these are two totally set like two totally separate part time jobs that like th- it doesn't mesh to be like one driven dream of what they want what what he wants to do which I think can be like a little alarming but I like I don't I I like I'm also curious like does he know how to code like does he know how to do sure, anything yeah, else that would be like I think like some people like. I have friends who they work to live like they have like desk jobs like they're fine with it. They don't like love it, but like their weekends, they shut off. They don't have to do anything with work. They don't even think about it once they go home and they go on these trips and they What's do all that, that like? other stuff. Yeah. And then when, I you, know too. when you work <laughs> in a creative field, it's like you like live to work like you love it and like you go to bed thinking about it and like not in a necess- it can be in a bad way or a good way, but like it consumes you in a different kind of way that you need to be like fulfilled and satisfied by it and I think for him he's probably more of that and like only wants to do something he really really loves but like there gets to be this point where if you can't do exactly what you want to do which is like this video game and sell all of that then what is the next best thing right, that's close pivot. to it dreams like this whole idea of like what are you going to be when you grow up like there's your what you decided when you were 10 years old oh my god there are yeah. so many other versions of it yeah it'd like, be a Christmas elf at Macy's that was my dream. Wow. That's not where I thought dream. this was going. Still <laughs> yeah. my dream. I just love Christmas. Well, you can still do that. I believe I in like you. I could, maybe. But maybe you can be... Tall. Oh, I am too tall. You're too, you are definitely too tall to be a Christmas cool. elf. But see, that's why you pivot. And maybe yeah. you could be uh, uh, Mrs. Claus or a reindeer. <laughs> I'm gangly. I, I sympathize with her because like... It, it sucks to move in with someone and then now all of a sudden have all these questions. Mm-hmm. They say that, uh, I don't know who they is, but I'm just going to pull a stat out of my people. ass and hope that it's real. So don't Google this. Just assume <laughs> I'm telling the truth. But that couples who don't move in with each other until after they're engaged or married actually have a higher success rate than those who move in together mm-hmm. to see how it is. Yeah. And the reason for that is because you... If you move in and you're not committed, you're still playing this testing game. Yeah. You're still judging and you're you're kind of constantly auditioning for the role of partner. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's Dark. like, yeah, sorry if I got too real. Do you real. live with your girlfriend? I do, I do. Cool, I live with my boyfriend too. This yeah, and then, by the way, we're not engaged. So like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm aware of that, but I didn't want to, we had an option to move in earlier yeah. because it was like, hey, leases are coming up, but I didn't want to rush into it yeah. I wanted to make sure like this is a decision we're making and it's a decision we're making because you we're want committed. to not because like convenience yeah I don't know what the end of the story is of like hey girl you fucked uh <laughs> but yeah. I I you know I I get that that's such a tough and terrible place to be where you moved in because you thought that this was the next yeah. stage and now you're having these questions about um his viability as a partner long term and and you don't want to be the person that goes like to your, you don't want to be shot as the messenger to go to him and be like, hey, you're 31, time to get a job, yeah. a real job. That's, that's, that she's, if you, the one thing I will say is that you cannot unfortunately be the person that gives him a wake up call because you will only be uh, caught in the crosshairs because yeah. of it. But then if it gets to a point where you're not able to like move forward in the trajectory of your life that you want and not that you want a guy who provides for you and makes so much more money than you, you right. want someone who you're like, well, if I'm going to be 50-50 with someone, I want someone who can make what I'm making so then we could do this and do all this other stuff. But if you feel like 
you're having to carry so much more of like the financial weight of it and you don't want to, I think it's very, that's okay. It doesn't make you a shitty person. And it, if you don't, if this relationship ends up not working out because of it, that's also fine. Like, I don't think, I don't think it makes you a shitty person for wanting someone to wanting to be 50, 50 with someone for a decent chunk of the time. Cause it's never always going to be 50, 50 some, it's going to be yeah. like ebb and flow. But like this is, it's, if it doesn't change, I don't, I don't think you need to feel guilty about um, not wanting to like stay in it because like or or give talk about it give an ultimate not an ultimatum yeah. but but address it and I think we agree it's not yeah. really the money money is no. the, is the tangible expression of it but it's this feeling that you're working your ass off you're working a job as a responsible adult to and basically complaining about pay this. for him yeah. to do a thing that that we don't know if it's gonna pan out it's it's just like a responsibility mm-hmm. thing of, of pull your weight and put in as much effort as I am. Yeah. Cause he's also complaining about like not, he was complaining. I'm, yeah. Was, that's, yeah. You can't do that, dude. Exactly. So I think, um, yeah, I you think, have him call in. Yeah. Do we ever take callers on this show and we can like, just like be like, Hey man, oh quit it. <laughs> but have a good talk with him about it. Like a long talk. That's not about, um, that's more about like what his plan is with everything. You can't keep it in. Right. Yeah. As I think we, yeah. It's like if you just keep this in, it's going to grow into resentment and it's going to get so much mm-hmm. worse and it's going to come out in a way that you don't want it to, a la your drunken phone call previously. So I think you got to have a big, an adult conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Also, by the way, contrary to my other point, Ned and his wife moved in after four months. So, and they're like the most married oh, people wow. ever. So fuck me, right? That makes sense. Four <laughs> months? Yeah. yeah I had to figure out how long it took before him and I moved And then they got together. engaged within like a year. Really? Yeah, they moved wow. fast. Were they in... L- oh, it's stupid. They were in Chicago. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Okay, we're done with this question. Let's move on to the next one. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm 21, and me and my boyfriend have been together for one and a half years. We recently moved in together. We're both at university. And so we moved into a seven-bed house, and we got two rooms, so we'd have a room each for more space. Um, before we moved in together, I would see him about two or three times a week, um, I would go around to each other. We would go around to each other's houses, and when we were together, it felt like we would spend all of our time together, um, have more alone time. But now, since we moved in, it feels like we spend all of our time as a flat. And then, even when, even at the night, we could go off to our separate rooms. So it often feels like we're more roommates than we are boyfriend girlfriend relationship. And it ends up that I kind of lost the romance and can often feel like I'm being friend-zoned, which I hate the phrase. Um, also in this house, there is another girl and they've got quite close. I don't think that there, there's any romance between them. I don't, I would never think you would cheat on me. But their friendship, I'm getting jealous about their friendship. They spend quite a lot of time together and they seem to have quite similar um, interests and ends up feeling like they spend more, he spends more time with her than he does with me. I feel like I've been second place. It doesn't help that I've got really bad self-confidence and self-esteem due to bad relationships with my family and he's my first relationship so I'm naturally very paranoid about it. 
I don't know what to do. I really want to improve our relationship and get more romance into it. Because I'm scared that if it continues like that, we're just... It's going to fall apart. I want to be able to feel more confident and get more self-confidence in our relationship and just in me as a person. Hope you can help. Thank you. Bye. Oh my God. I feel like you should start because I feel like you're going to, my, my, I, you should start. I'm mine. You got a lot going on over here. I I saw physical recoils throughout the room. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, my, my heart is is weeping for you. My instinct is to say that, that, uh, I don't think it's an uncommon thing when you move in with someone to find that, that the effort for romance is dwindling and it's that feeling of like, oh, well, I don't need to try anymore. And, you know, every relationship is work. Mm -hmm. That's first and foremost. Dating, I think there's like a myth that like love is so easy and you meet someone and then you got it and it's like all this electric nausea and it just never stops. Mm -hmm. Like that's total bullshit. Uh, You have to put work into your relationship. Mm -hmm. You need to be dedicated to it. And it sounds like right now, um, he's failing and it's possible that, that you're failing on that side too. Mm-hmm. So it's just a, a recommitment to finding times to like, it, it's a recommitment to finding times to, to like, go on dates. And, and yeah. just because you live together now, doesn't mean that you're going to just stop doing all those things that you were doing when you were dating, like have a day of the week where you say like, Hey, I'm going to take you out to dinner. You go home, mm-hmm. you change and you, you just spend time just the two of you. Cause I think it's really easy to fall into a pattern. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you are, you are roommates. Yeah. What do you think about the other girl? The other girl? There? I don't, I, I don't feel being, good about it. I, right. I don't feel good. Uh, I, I definitely, you don't want to let your imagination run totally wild, Yeah, but like, yeah, guys mm-hmm. suck sometimes mm-hmm. and like their minds wander. Yeah. I, I don't want to, I don't want to like, I think you guys definitely oh, feel that there. some shit is going down and that yeah. she needs to watch out, but I don't yeah. want to fuel the paranoia. I think that like you need to be confident in yourself and it shouldn't be about like, I'm going to block her out or I'm going to win him back over her. I think you just need to focus on your relationship and yeah. and make sure that you like make him fall in love with you every day and you fall in love with him as opposed to focusing on like the preventative it's not defense yeah play offense yeah okay i'm glad that you're going to give that advice cuz mine is so different which that is that is that is the that is like a <laughs> You can only see you. We've got two girls who are like, we're very like, this is like, we've had this talk so many times. Has it, cause I this mean, is, cause like this, like we've been there. Like we, I've yeah. been, I have been this girl. And what I would say is like, there is an aspect of paranoia for sure. I would say the term, like her saying that she's like, has all these like self-confidence issues and all of these things. I'm not saying that she doesn't, but I'm also saying that like her, putting this like weird feeling she has about this guy, her boyfriend and this other girl and chalking it up to her relate her like family issues and past relationship issues is not a conclusion she came to on her own. It is something that she was told when she made a comment about feeling uncomfortable yeah. and that's gaslighting. Like that's what that is. Like I'm not saying you're like, I'm not. And also I don't know any fucking guy who, uh, who I've ever been gaslighted by who's been actively aware of even what gaslighting is. So I'm not saying that was his like goal going into it. And I'm also like assuming he said that, but your, if I have learned 
any fucking thing. And also I have like the craziest story to tell you later about like my friend who had a like a similar thing of like four years later of like a thing that they thought that someone told them like, no, 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 the crazy, crazy. Four years later, turns out they weren't crazy. Your gut in this situation is never going to be wrong. And the condition I will give you that is if you have had a jealousy thing with him and every girl that you've ever been like been around right then then, then there's something th- then with there's you something but if this is you, the one but if there is yeah. something specific about Shit. this that makes you uncomfortable there's a reason and yeah i think your advice is better i, I just wanted to make her feel no, good I, I just was like what's gonna make her feel good. better i don't want i don't want it <laughs> that's good and also she asked like what can i do to like help our relationship and that's like that that is the advice that you do to help your relationship but right now I think what you need like it's like just look at what's in front of you you're probably not fucking crazy there probably is something going on you don't do anything about the girl because it's not like yeah the girl's shitty but it's not the girl's fault like this her that girl doesn't owe her anything her boyfriend owes her something that's who the commitment's with and I think like you need to have a conversation with him and don't take well, here's, do you want, when it comes to the truth, you have to figure out if you actually want to know. And sometimes you think you want to know, and then you realize you don't want to know. So you need to look at the situation, realize it's, it's a seven bedroom house. You're in a shit situation with potentially living with, living with your boyfriend and potentially a girl that not saying that he's actively physically cheating on you, but might have, might have a crush on it and have like an emotional, emotional cheating. Yeah. And uh, the level of disrespect that is happens when you're going to choose to hang out with another roommate who's also a girl over your girlfriend, that to me is just like a scummy guy. Yeah. Like, that's just like point blank. That's him. Ugh, I hate this. And I've been this. So I feel so bad, which is also why I'm giving so much tough love is I wish someone had said this to me. All the, I've had so many friends be like, oh my God, no, you were being crazy. And then finally later they were like, oh no, you weren't being crazy at all. Is like you, if, if he, how he's treating you and if like he's going to make those decisions for you, like he's making that kind of, he's choosing her right now. And at any point, if somebody in a relationship is going to choose somebody else, and then they're not going to recognize like, oh, wow, I fucked up. Let me work on us, but is going to deny it. And like that to me is something that's already lost and is already done. Like you don't have that boyfriend anymore. And like, I will agree with you what you said about how when you move in together, you have to like have dates. Like my boyfriend and I went through that for like, look, a long yeah. time for us to understand. And like people have different definitions of quality time. Whereas like for him, like he'd be cool if he came home from work and like we'd both be on our computers like like or like reading or doing something. There's a healthy balance there. Yeah. And then like for me, I'm like, well, no, I want like at least one night a week where we like go out and do something. Like you have to plan things with me just like you plan things with your friends. But like, because we live together, we don't have to like plan the next time we're going to see each other. And so that there is a learning curve there that I think that you can fall into that. But there's an, the, the issue here, I don't think is the quality time. I think the issue here is the quality time is being spent with another girl who's not you. It's and funny, you've totally like turned my opinion on this because at first I'm like, okay, I have a five-step plan. We're going to bring the romance back. We're going to do sleepovers. We're going to yeah. go on dates and then we're going to bring it up because you don't, if you bring it up now, maybe you're going to push them away. And now I'm flipped. I'm like, yeah. you know what? Fuck this guy. Yeah, you're going to go out. You're going to get a new haircut. You're going to get some new clothes. Yes. You're going to show him. And then you're going to start like talking to the other four roommates. Yeah. <laughs> there's something, and the last thing I will say, there's something to be said about um like lying and potentially cheating and hiding something 
And then there's something to be said about being cheat potentially cheated on or whatever with somebody that you also live with like that like he's not trying to hide any of this and if he was and if this was something that like if he was hiding it I think it would be a better situation because like this is just zero regards for your feelings at all and I think even if like there is nothing else there him choosing someone over you whether it's like even just a friendship with another girl choosing that over you and you expressing that you want like more romance and all this stuff and it's not being met that to me is I I, I just I would want to be with someone who chose me as often as I chose them right and I just don't think right now He's that's what's it. happening he can have friends like tight homies who are girls yeah. that's awesome but you've got to be the number one well that's, and you just have to and even if they want to spend like you have to spend time to get like yeah. you're saying that you're being picked second like even if he's spending half his time with his friends yeah, you're and not half in a relationship time with anymore you. then that's no. then you're, it's like and what are you doing he's being a coward about it and i think you you're, need to have hookup buddies exactly again. you're fr- and you're saying you feel like you're being friend zoned and i honestly it sucks and i hate this and it feels and if you want to dm me on instagram and talk about it i totally will like i will fully get into it with you but like I i'm think, also interested in the follow-up yeah, so loop me into that you need you need to um you need to realize that this isn't on you and that he's done something to make you feel really insecure and it's his job to a listen to you when you say that and tell him that and if that doesn't change um that's your answer you know and it's not it's not worth it it's really really not because i'll just fuck with you more and then you'll need more therapy but also go to therapy it's great i love therapy see i was a responsible 21 22 year old man where i knew i was trash so i just stayed away from people you know i didn't let i didn't didn't subject them to me Hey, I'm like, I don't do commitment. Like, I'm just like having fun. No, I just scared people away. Oh, my God. Okay, should we go on to the next? I'm 19, and I've been with my boyfriend for about a year and a half now. Um, Whenever we first started dating, he was a virgin and I wasn't, but he still wanted to, like, he didn't want to have sex, but he wanted to do other things to me but he felt, like, weird about me doing anything to him. And so that went on for, like, a few months of the beginning of our relationship. And since then, like, we've had sex and, you know, done other things. But um, now he's always, like, ready to go because he's a 20-year-old guy, you know what I mean? And I'm not. And I feel like I was more so when we first started dating, but as our relationship has evolved and we've gotten more comfortable with each other, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not always in the mood. And, um, he, the, the other day he told me that it sort of hurts his feelings whenever, cause he'll, he will offer to like do something to me if for some reason he can't, you know, if, if he can't, uh, like if we've just had sex or something and, um, he, gosh, this is weird. If we've just had sex and so like he can't go right away and I'm still ready to go, um, he will offer to do something to me, but he said that it hurts his feelings that I don't offer to do anything to him if I'm not in the mood. And I sort of think that it's different because, um, when it's me, I'm, you know, I'm just not in the mood and I wouldn't want him to do anything to me if he wasn't. And so I guess what my question is, is am I 
you know, am I in the wrong? Am I being a weird person for not, you know, wanting to do something to him, even though he says that he would do the same for me? But then I feel like he's never not ready. You know what I mean? Like, he's always willing to do something. Anyways, so am I... <laughs> Am I being selfish, or is he sort of being is he sort of not being very understanding? Hmm. I just I need to know like frequency. I don't like yeah. I, I need more specifics here of like how many times we talking in a week. Is this like once a week? Is yeah. this like four days a week? Is it every day? Multiple Three times, times a day. day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <Maybe> twenty. <laughs> Um, I mean, I think like what this boils down to is like a difference in sex drive. Um, and we've, we've talked about this before on the podcast of like, it's, I think like sexual compatibility is like a really important thing in being with someone who has like an understanding of your sex drive and like, or is that like, and the similar, like where you're at with it. I think, um, I think he probably has a higher sex drive than you which i, yeah, I mean 20, 20 20 years old yeah he's a fucking he's a bunny rabbit he's just ready to go he's the energizer bunny yeah and i think um i am wanting to know why they didn't have sex for like i'm wondering does he masturbate like right because yeah. if they were not having sex like was it like an abs- abstaining from everything kind of thing for a while and like is that the only way he's getting off is like with that? Like, does, is there any sort of, I don't know if what's your like opinion on, on masturbation in a relationship? Uh, I think for sure. Go for it. Yeah, for sure. I think if like I'm in the mood to have sex and like you're instead like jacking off, I'd be a no, I'd be right. like, hi, yeah. hello. I'm over here. Exactly. But I think like a, like if I, like if I'm not in the mood or if I'm like, you're in the fucking shower or if I'm like not home or if it's like not that, I think if you're choosing that over like, like having sex, then, then I think, that's a problem yeah but like i don't have any sort of so just go tell your boyfriend to jerk off a bunch yeah but <laughs> if he is here's what i'll say i think like and this might be surprising he'll be like wow my god i didn't think he said that i don't think like he, so he uh not to put words in his mouth talking about things with his mouth um i don't think <laughs> like i like not that you don't have like the greatest vagina in the world but like i don't think he is like just like craving vagina and that's why he's going down on you it's more along the lines of like he likes getting you off Mm -hmm. and like likes that aspect so he's not necessarily like oh i'm in the mood to like eat her out but like i'm in the mood to like there's a confidence boost and like he wants to make you feel good and so i think that he's probably not going to say that to you where he's like well when i'm going down on you it's like if he's going down, if he's horny, like I don't, maybe he's getting off by going down on you. But like, to me, those are not necessarily like he might, like he totally might be, but I think like it's more about like pleasuring you and less about him. Like, I don't think he's selfishly going down on yeah, you. Yeah. I, th- I think it's about her pleasure because he was going, I mean, he, yeah, he was going down on her before they yeah. even had sex and she, and he wouldn't let her go down on him. Yeah. Well, it sounds like he's got some, he had some hangups, I know, but I guess he's I way over them now. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I think know. like there's, there's like, you should never feel pressured to do like anything sexually that you don't want to do. Um, yeah. That I, we got it first yeah. and foremost. There's no world in which you Mm-mm. should feel bad for not always wanting to, uh, 
pleasure him. Like yeah. that's, that's not your exclusive job. There's also just the reality of like, uh, totally going back to your idea of like sexual compatibility, there's frequency, but there's also like time of day. Yeah. Some people are like morning horny. Oh God, some people are night horny. I can't with morning sex. I'm like, I need coffee. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Do like, not fucking go on to And me. I'm gonna tell you like, I get tired at night. Like yeah. when I'm tired, I'm like, I gotta go to bed. Oh, I'm not yeah. like, this is a stamina thing and I don't got it. Yeah, you're like, no, no. <laughs> I'm ready am, to sleep. I am asleep, stop. So like, it's something to figure out and, and I was gonna say in an adult relationship, but you guys are still in college. Um, in relationships, I think you have to talk about it and figure it out. And and it is possible to get into a place where you're not putting enough time for your, um, f- you know, physical relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's import- an important component. But, whew, yeah, I don't think, I think it's okay. Yeah, you shouldn't feel pressure. That's not a good place to be. No. It's, like, it's not going to go well now and it's not going to go well in the long run if you feel like you're doing something out of obligation. Se- sex is supposed to be fun and, and, and intimate yeah. and an exchange of passion. And, and fluid. And Sorry. fluid. Gross. Juices. Use a condom. <laughs> um, I also wonder, though, is he... Like, is he going down on you in hopes of like do onto others as That's you would like exactly done onto what you? I think that he's so that doing. was like the especially in college, I didn't know a single guy who enjoyed it. Get going, going down, down on girls. Yeah, it was like something that it's a it's something that you develop over time. Yeah, uh, as a guy, and it really the, the context in which I heard about it when I was younger was either abject terror. And like, yeah. what is, what do I do? I don't know what to do. Or, <laughs> or I'm, this is a, this is a, um, this is something that I'm going to do because I know that I'm going to get uh, reimbursed yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah, no. And that's what I wonder if he's but, doing. But I don't know if he did though, because he did it before. I was going to say. He asked for the exchange. Yeah, that's what I was going to say though. Maybe he was doing it before because she wasn't a virgin and he felt like he had to do no, it to keep oh, her. Oh, she wasn't a virgin. Yeah. He was. And she uh, and he was doing it because he felt he had to keep. That's like a what pressure? he had to do yeah, he, to keep her. Yeah. Well, I just. Yeah. And I, I think like. What I, was her problem again? <laughs> I think with her, but the thing that she because said. he's pressuring her. Yeah. And, okay. Right. She, and she does he it more. Right. Okay. He's, he goes down on her. I lost and track. And she's saying that she doesn't want him to go down on her if he's not in the mood. So I think then you have to have that conversation with him, which is like awkward and uncomfortable. Sure. But if you're going to like have someone's like penis inside you, like you have the fucking awkward conversations about it. <laughs> um, And like say something about the like, uh, like being like, I think we have different. Uh, levels of sex drives and I think that's like totally fine and I don't want I want you to feel like if you're totally in the mood and you've come on to me and I'm not in the mood like maybe you just ate a huge dinner and you're like please no <laughs> then like like you're totally free pass like you feel free to masturbate like that's totally fine and awesome and like if you're in the if you're in the mood if, if then if you think going down on like me is like a re, like re, like re, re, reciprocation kind of thing like I think we just need to be like more clear and have sex when we're both in the mood so w- one of us isn't trying to get the other person in the mood when they said they're not and so I think you just have to have that point blank conversation and then give him permission not that he needs your permission or anything like that to be like if I'm not in the mood like feel because maybe he doesn't feel comfortable like watching porn or masturbating because he feels like he's cheating on like not like I don't maybe he feels like he's cheating yeah it's it's a weird conversation to broach yeah and and I think that that's totally common that people feel like when they're in a relationship they can't watch porn anymore that it's like I have to save myself for you exclusively dude this the porn on the the porn conversations we've had from this we that's where I didn't know people had so many varying opinions really yeah yeah I mean I don't think that my girlfriend would be happy with it yeah yeah I don't think so 
I mean, I, I don't, yeah, my, I, it all varies. Like I don't give a shit like usually, but like, again, like if I'm there and like your choice is going to be to watch porn and not have sex with me, I'd be mad. But like, right, if I'm right, like right, on right. the couch, like eating tacos being like, <laughs> I don't want to have sex right now. Like I'm bleeding out of my vagina. Like, uh-huh. Go ahead. Watch porn in the other uh-huh. room. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But and yeah. I, I, I also I'm thinking that he probably thinks that sex is all just physical and he's not doing anything. The emotional. Yeah, the emotional part to lead up to it for them to have sex. And E R E, are you fin girl? Are you finishing? Like I, is- I've been wondering how good is he at what he does, mm-hmm. or is yeah. he just like going down? He's like, I did it. Now let's yeah. have sex. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spells the ABCs. <laughs> um, starts humming. Um, but yeah, you go like so- you, you blow on it, right? <laughs> you just tap it. Um, He's just biting. <laughs> go back, go back to our ASMR portion. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, my vagina clenched. Ow, 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 ow. You just shouldn't feel guilt tripped at all. And I think the same way of you don't want to feel... now it's in her head that he feels obligated to go down on her even when he's not in the mood which then makes you feel bad and like you're like no I don't want you to do something that you don't want to do I don't want like this to be like a task kind of thing um but if there's something that like you have enjoyed like sexually with him more or if is it is your sex good like is this is like are you not no he's 20 years yeah, old of course, I mean, of course it's not course good it's very, very quick <laughs> is it that like when you mean you're not in the mood um that there isn't a lead that up he's not yeah he's not so getting like, you I'm in the not, mood yeah, he's just like, okay, if I go down, you think we'll be- exactly and that's not the right yeah so i think like if you can like there's i a- think you need for him i think you need to specify what that is yeah <laughs> I know. I think I think you just the next time that you're in the mood, like take your time with it and make it into a situation like have your dream situation of like how long you want to spend doing foreplay, all these other things and then making it so that that like that is a better experience because I think like. I just think you guys are on just different like yeah, different levels. I, yeah. It's so hard to keep up with a guy that age that is like full of yeah. energy yeah. and rearing to go. First time and he like, he's in, like, whoa, yeah. this is great. Let's do this yeah. always. Like, cause it is, it's totally nice to do something for your partner occasionally. Like yeah. if, if you don't want to do it, like that's, that can be a good gratifying thing, yeah. but you can't, you don't want to get into a pattern where you're just constantly doing, fulfilling something out of obligation, uh, especially if he's not bringing the goods, and <laughs> <laughs> which is probably not. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it's a frank conversation talking about, you know, how often you think an ideal number is um, or, or frequency is rather how things that you can that he can do to to f- mm-hmm. make you feel validated and in the mood yeah. and and primed and then frankly it's it's possible that sexual compat- compatibility just isn't there and yeah. that that's something that you'll then have to figure out yeah 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 but like if you're if you're at a place where you're like I would ideally have sex once a month and he's like three times a day that that's an incompatibility that's real and that's mm-hmm. not your fault and that's that's just something that that's inherent with differences between you two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like she was like, she was into it in the beginning. Like it's not like she, you, you shouldn't feel bad about yourself. It sounds like you enjoy sex and that you're giving it to him plenty. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, he has unrealistic expectations. Yeah, but probably in the beginning, it was probably whenever she was ready. Yes. Yeah. So now and it's now, not that. Yeah. And I think like my overall advice would be like in general, like as a takeaway for everybody, like you should 
sexual things or anything regarding that, you should never be doing anything in wanting it in return. Like that shouldn't be it. Like if you want to go down on your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever, that should not be because you want them to reciprocate the favor. Like that should be like, if he's going down on you, like it should be because like he wants to. And if you want to give a a random fucking blowjob, it's because like you want to, not because you've been asked to, or you feel like you should. Like you're going to resent them and you're going to feel uncomfortable if it's not your idea. And like, you're going to resent that dick. Exactly. Don't resent that dick. And I think like that's... <laughs> I want a t-shirt. It's going to make you feel like... It makes you feel gross too because it makes you feel like someone's doing something to you that and they don't necessarily want. it should make him feel gross. Like it's not fun to get... Like, it, not, it's, yeah. And like, it would, do you want like a pity blowjob? Like, is that what he wants? No. Like he wants... And like, that's not what a relationship is being like, hey, I'm horny. Like suck my dick. <laughs> like that's not how that works. You should never feel obligated either way. And if you feel, but you both have sexual needs, like you shouldn't feel obligated to do something like this, but in order to not feel obligated, you have to have that conversation about what you guys need. And if you guys can't meet each other's needs, then you're not right. For then each you're other. not right. And yeah. then that's also very much okay. Like I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't date a guy who's like, Oh, by the way, like, I think you're great and awesome. But like, I don't go down on girls. And I'd be like, that's awesome. That's so much. <laughs> I like, don't do you. Thank you so much for like, so glad to meet you. Like, we're not going to hang out with you again. Yeah. Like, look, sex conversations are totally like still taboo, but this is a big part of sharing your life with mm-hmm. someone is meeting on that level. It's a totally important part of your relationship, but you have to agree and meet each other at the same place. Yeah. So find out if you guys are right for each other. Yeah. Well, best of luck. Use protection. Don't yeah. get pregnant. Don't get pregnant. No, don't do it. Okay, guys, it's time for a quick break and we will be right back. See you soon. So soon. I'm sorry. I'm talking. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time and I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package and I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month 
you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress. And as well, there are reading challenges and rewards. And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Yumiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> When I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns. But that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. <laughs> Guys, we're back from our break. We're back. And we're going to hop into more calls. So I'm 17 years old. I'm from Germany. And I'm doing an exchange here in Mexico right now. So... I left my boyfriend back in Germany and I've been here since four months now and I honestly just realized that I don't depend on my boyfriend as much as I always thought I did and honestly I'm just not in love with him anymore. So the problem is he told me a month ago that he's gonna come here and stay for the last five months and do an exchange semester. By the time he told me, he had already paid everything. He had his host family, his school placing. And basically, for him, there's no turning back anymore. And if he would decide to stay in Germany, he would lose all of the money. So, my question basically is, do I break up with him before he comes here? Do I not break up with with him at all? Even though that's just too unfair. That's just lying to him all the time. Or do I wait till he gets here and then break up with him here? All of the options to me feel very unfair. And I already feel so bad right now for lying to him that I'm still in love with him. Yeah, I just don't really know what to do. And I'm hoping you could give me some advice. Uh, The advice is that you made Megan squirm out of her chair and slink to the ground. (laughs) I feel so. I feel so bad for her. Like I feel bad for him, of course. But like, 
being like okay this might be not what you want to hear but sometimes when like my life's I, my life's sucky i love when people are like wow that really fucking sucks like <laughs> let me just tell you like the acknowledgement that, of like yes hey you know how that thing that you think is really shitty Dude, yeah it's shitty it's like i'm it's fully validating like i like don't want to be you right now like just know like this is like i'm really sorry this fucking sucks which might not make you feel better but sometimes it makes me feel better um what an uncomfortable situation holy fucking and, shit and you know i'm just gonna jump and jump ahead and say rude of him to book that trip without asking yep. you super presumptuous also five months that's a lot what the fuck that's... was he gonna stay with you for five months where's he living that's yeah. fucked up i kind of think it's kind of one of those things like um with pyramid schemes where if you're stupid enough to buy into it like i kind of am like well you did this to yourself if that's like if you're gonna get a non-refundable fucking ticket and all of this stuff like part of me is like well shit like you should be out of that money because that was a really presumptuous decision i also want to say maybe maybe you maybe there was some conversations that you felt okay. Like you didn't know he was necessarily being really serious about, or maybe he read too much into stuff. So there might've been a part in like, would you feel guilty for kind of like maybe not shutting him down, maybe not encouraging and saying that you really want him to, but not shutting him down when he said he was going to do this stuff, which I think is fair because like when you like decide you don't love somebody anymore, Oh my God, it's the most, Oh my God. And I'm a ghoster, a serial ghoster. Yeah. Um, I'm ashamed to say why. Yeah. I've been ghosted on mm -hmm. and I've done it myself and yeah. neither is fun. No. You're amongst friends. You yeah. are. We are, we are. We are big ghosters and we got I've some only, shit from people yeah. saying that. I've only broken up with someone once, but yeah. also I've like barely had any relationships. So I don't know why I'm on this podcast. I have no <laughs> advice to draw from. Uh, but it was the most uncomfortable thing I ever did. But I was like, I have to <sighs> yeah. do this. I, I can tell you like me and I don't feel oh, see, the same. That's great. Cause I would just ghost. But then I like, I did it before a shift, like one of her shifts, like she was going to work and Ooh. like we met up and like, I don't know yeah. why I'm telling this story. Why am I putting <laughs> myself out there like that? But it was like, and then I had to think of like, do I ruin your day by telling mm -hmm. you now? But I realized like, no, I have to rip this bandaid off. Yeah. I'm not going to continue to lead you on. It's, there's never a good time for that conversation. Yeah. I think like you just right now, like just need to fit, like it's the lesser of the evils. Like it's all shitty. Like it's all going to be shitty for him. He's going to be mad at any of them. I think if we're going to rank them, I think the worst thing you can do is break up with him in where you are. Yes. Do not don't, let him come. He, I, look, don't let him get on the plane. Don't let him get on the plane. You know what sucks? blowing a couple hundred or a thousand dollars okay well what's you know what sucks wasting a thousand mm -hmm. couple thousand dollars you know what's worse flying oh. to mexico getting dumped and having nothing to do for five fucking yeah. months that is awful it's you're going to put school <laughs> oh god he, it, i kind of miss that is he going to be studying there well but are they going to yeah. be in the same if they're from if coming from the same school previously they're probably going to end up being in the same study abroad like you know what though hold on Maybe let's let him go to Live Mexico. Lizzie, Lizzie, let Lizzie him get McGuire dumped. Life. Lizzie McGuire. I was gonna go like an eat, yeah, play, love. Paolo. Find a Paolo. Like, discover yourself. Where, uh, where in Mexico are you? Mexico City. There's a lot to do there. It's a big I city. I love Mexico City. You guys can avoid each other. I mean, you know what? I'm gonna say no. Let him go. No. <laughs> no. 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 Here's it's, what I'll say. Okay, and I think I I love the Lizzie McGuire life, but I think which like speaks to me. I think you just have to let him make that decision. So yeah. if you break up with him beforehand, he might still want to go. Yes, and that's and because okay. Because it's and, not and refundable. You need to be okay with that because yeah. there's no good solution here. Mm -hmm. And like the little bit of discomfort, not the little bit, the discomfort that it's going to give you to be in the same city as him. Like I think we need to be sensitive here that there's a lot on both sides. Yeah, but 
don't let him get on the plane assuming that he's going to live this fairy tale exactly. with you. I would say like FaceTime. Immediately. Don't call right FaceTime face to face and and have this hard conversation now. It's going to break his heart probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh shit. And, gonna, there's no Yeah, his heart's going to get broken But either, either way, way mm-hmm. it's going to happen and it's okay. Like I we need to tell you it's okay to feel this way. You're mm-hmm. 17. Not every relationship is going to last. This is unfortunately something that may happen a couple times in your life. And and uh, the people who are older are going to tell you that we still haven't really figured out how to dump people. No, not at all. And also, like, there's he's he's allowed to be mad at you, too, yeah, yeah, which, for like, sure. you need to be OK with, like, all of that. And like he yes it could in any other way it could have been like oh if he didn't spend this money and you would figure it out but the thing is is like you had to go i'm not like a destiny believer but like you had to go on this trip to figure out that you don't have feelings from anymore so like this isn't like this is when you figured this out and like sure could you have maybe said something sooner yes but also like you didn't want to feel that like you don't really want to fall out of love with someone so you're you're like yeah, holding you back and not saying anything and having him like make all these plans like in your mind i'm assuming it was probably like you wanted that like yeah i really want you to come and i want you to want i want to want you to come and you're kind of hoping that it's just like a phase and you realize it's not and then you have to tell him and I think you just need to be really like just honest with him and then also just like before he even can like say anything just apologize and be like so aware like I'm so sorry of the situation that this puts you in like I'm so aware like I know I played a part in this and I really should have done this and I shouldn't have let it go on this I I should have stopped you when you were talking about coming but like I really thought that this was like something I was gonna get like this was just a phase for me like I thought I was gonna be over this and it was just like in my head but like as the days get closer to you coming like it like is killing me thinking that you're gonna get on this plane and I I don't want to ruin your trip and I don't want any of that it's stuff. A long to like, flight. It is. Yeah. And like, like, I don't, I need to say this because like, I don't want, I've already like, yeah, you feel like you've been compl- like not saying something enough that it's going to hurt him. The quicker you do it, the, f- the better. better. I want to highlight though, my favorite thing that you said, n- not you, our caller, okay. uh, <laughs> Whatever. everything you said was wonderful. Uh, you said that you realized that was it, that you're not defined by him anymore. It wasn't like wasn't relying. relying. Wasn't relying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's fucking awesome, yeah. especially if you're someone who's been in a lot of relationships like throughout your adolescence and maybe you're someone who's been like a da- a date, you know, a serial mm-hmm. dater. It is wonderful to find that space, especially in this time of your life to be defined by yourself, on yourself and not through how who you are in a relationship. It's a totally huge and important step that I am like, I am all for. I think that being single is one of the best and most formative times in your life. You need to figure out who you are just by yourself and not in the context of being defined by your relationships or, or who, how mm-hmm. others make you feel. Like savor this time, especially abroad in what I assume is a wonderful city. Uh, like grow, find yourself, find things that you like, be self-defined fucking awesome well i think it's also just like so impressive because i that'd be the complete opposite for me like i'm i'm i I wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't call myself like defined by like my friends and my relationships but like when i'm out of my element is when i feel the like i feel the most like me when i'm surrounded by people that i know so like the fact that she can identify this like sense of independence 
in a city like that this is new like this is like such like a fuck yeah this is like the moment in the movie where like a great blink 182 sun comes comes on and you're like i'm living my best a life great blink 182 yes <laughs> from 2000 i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah every i thought you were gonna oh, so you would have went to fire fest yeah <laughs> no, were they supposed to go yeah they were the ones oh, that well, canceled no, but i'm saying old i'm saying like old old like, i thought you were gonna hit me with a hey now hey now you're, this oh, is yeah. what dreams are oh, made I thought of about you're an all-star which is smash mouth's my favorite song no, I'm Delizia hey McGuire. Hey now. But yeah, so I think like you, it, it sucks no matter what. And I think you need to, there's a level of being aware of the role that you played in this hurt and how there are things you could have done to prevent it going this far and hurting this much financially. But then- But still, he did this without asking Exactly, her. that's what yeah. I'm going to say. It's like, you have to know that there's like, just recognize that, but then know that that's not all on you because you would have figured this out and you would have broken. And I've had friends who did this where they went abroad and realized that they're like, oh, I don't want to be in a relationship anymore, but they don't have to do anything about it until they get back. And he took that choice away from you. So like, they're, both of you are guilty in this. And also there's, yeah there's he did a lot of these he did things that is now putting you in a position where you have to you have to make this difficult like start this difficult conversation but you didn't ask him to do spend all this money so that guilt know that that's not on you like yeah at all with I don't have again I don't have much experience here but with breaking up I think it's important to accept a level of responsibility and and like own up to it and that's okay but also, it's not exclusively your fault. Of Mm-mm. course it isn't. And frankly, I think it'll be helpful for this young man. I'm, I'm, I've been calling him Heinrich in my head. Heinrich! Heinrich needs to know. He needs to hear that what he did wasn't okay and why. Help him, as, as your parting gift, help him not do this again yeah. to someone else. Oh, he's going to feel like a fucking idiot, idiot. Yeah, yeah. And like that's going to be the biggest lesson for him of being like, wow, should not have been this kind of presumptuous. And we do stupid shit when we're 17. But you know what? Years from now... You'll both look back and yeah. laugh. Yeah. And I really want her to have her Paolo moment. Like, <laughs> you know, like I want everyone to have their Paolo moment. You still want him to come to Mexico though? I do. Yeah. I still kind of want him to too, but yeah. on his own, I yeah, want him like to they choose can have too. their own separate. I think so. And maybe, yeah. you know what? Maybe they'll fall in love again under the stars and it'll be mm-hmm. like, they need to go apart to come back together. Uh, Who knows? So poetic. That's how I would write this story. Yeah. Are you a hopeless romantic? Uh, what's your star sign? Astrological sign? Uh, Leo. Are you? Oh, when's uh-huh. your birthday? July 26th. Okay, I'm a Leo too. My birthday's August 4th. I, I am not super into astrology, but I think I'm a, uh, my moon is also Leo. Oh, wow. I'm a Leo Leo. Okay. Attention. Yeah. You love attention. I love the sound of my own voice. Yeah, it's I have a great. podcast. I love, the best part about having a podcast is that you have headphones on and you can hear yourself talk. And it's, it's like, good. wow, I sound really good right now. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Next one. <laughs> on to the next. I'm 22 years old and a college graduate, a recent college graduate. Um, In August, I uh, went through a very toxic breakup with my ex of two and a half years. It was very um, serious, like there was a promise ring involved. Um, But, you know, looking back on it, he was very manipulative and verbally and mentally abusive. And actually, the way he broke up with me was telling me that I was physically and mentally unattractive, that I don't follow through with my goals, and that I don't have my priorities straight, and that he's ashamed of me. Anyway, flash forward four months to now, and, you know, I'm starting to get over him, starting to, like, try to start 
getting over, you know, all the damage that he's done to my brain by all the manipulation and gaslighting. And my mom finds a note in our mailbox written by him. And the note contained uh, $50 in total, um, $25 in hard cold cash, and $25 in a Target gift card, um, and three notes, one of which was dated for New Year's Eve, but I opened it anyway because he doesn't rule my life anymore. Um, and uh, they were, it was like how he had found a note um by me that was written in 2016 and like the gift card was established in 2016 and he thought it was a sign and um that like uh he gave me all these song recommendations but they were all love songs and I'm sure it's all about you know what he's thinking about me and um I listened to them they were all literally like love songs um and I don't know what to do at this point. I mean, thanks for the cash, you know, but he's coming up to my house uninvited. This is exactly what happened when we broke up. He would come to my house at like 10 p.m. at night trying to talk to me. He would leave junk voicemails, um, and my cousin had to, like, tell him to get lost or I'll call the police. Um, And then he said he would leave me alone, but four months later, he hasn't left me alone, and I don't know what to do anymore because it's like, as soon as I start to like get over him, it, I, he comes back and I don't know if like this is a restraining order situation. I don't know if I should just like contact, contact him one more time and be like, don't talk to me. Don't show up at my house anymore. I don't know what to do. And your advice would be really great. This dude is he so sucks. lame. He's he so sucks. Lame. As the great uh, philosopher Jojo once said, it's, it's just too little, oh, too late. I was, I was gonna, gonna say, get, get out, out right now. She's got a lot of advice. She's got a lot. She's been share. a philosopher for a long time. <laughs> Return the fucking money. No. No, no. don't. No. Because that's giving him too much. Do not do anything. It's as if you never saw any of yeah, it. Yeah, okay, I that was gonna be my next word. So okay. I I'm, Yeah. Yeah. Halfway Nothing. correct. That you don't contact Ignore. someone to tell them to stop contacting you. Nope. If someone's tr- pulling out all the fucking stops, it doesn't matter what you say. They're just going to be like, they're talking to me. This is my in. Like you need to just shut the fucking door. Like yep. there is nothing. Like I um, have c- cut people out of my life. Like, yep. And they're no matter what, like people will try and get back into your life for any sort of reason. And it is not, I've like sent I've like literally had like people like send same thing, sent money, sent have you had, things. Have you had sent, guys do this to you, like like romantic. Uh, I had or one ex do this to me. I had one ex do this to me, but then he got a new girlfriend who he seems very happy with, and I haven't heard from him in a long time. But I, it was the guys same thing. Are fucking nuts, huh? Well, yeah, he yeah. Was, he was fucking. My nuts. God. Um, but yeah, no. So there's there's a level of like when somebody is so detached, like as you you're obviously we're in the situation. And so, uh, this like just knowing like based on, if you want to, if you, if you're listening to the episode, make sure you watch it to see our reactions. Like these are people who don't, we don't know you guys. And we're saying that this is fucking crazy. And like, he's being insane. So just know that like, just point blank, that's he's being like fucking weird and crazy. So when somebody is doing those things and pulling out these stops and just like being ridiculous to get your attention, it doesn't matter what attention you're giving them. Even if they're not listening to what you're saying, if you say, don't ever speak to me again, they're like, I have just, a chance. They're all they're seeing yep. is you speaking to them yep. and the contacting. So if you give an in, she's going to take a mile, yeah. just, and just cut and run. 
that's how it'll that's how it'll happen like there i've in breakups it's been like i had an ex who was like showing up at my place all the time all of these things and so i like when i when i had told like my uh the um i was living in like a like gated building thing and i had told him i was like this is a picture of my ex-boyfriend we are no longer dating like you. you need to not like they can't be let in like they don't have any of this clearance or any of those things um and then I would also say you need to talk to uh, your friends about it and your family and be like, if you find a note, don't tell me. If you see this, throw this away. Because that's the other issue is like you shouldn't, um, you need to block numbers. Like that's the kind of same kind of thing. Like I don't feel any sort of guilt to like the people that I have like cut out of my life because like, their numbers are blocked. Like I don't see blocking. that. blocking. Like don't have like a, th- don't be able to like go check in on him on exactly. Instagram. Yeah. Like nah, mm-hmm. every single platform possible. We are, he don't exist anymore. And like you and everybody needs to support that. And like your family, like all of those things. And um, so four months, I would say is not a super long time. It, my ex, when we broke up, I got a message like I literally walked. It was like a f- out of a fucking movie. I got a text from him and I walked into like, you know how in like <laughs> movies they have like just like st- in the grocery store, they have like stacks of food in a way that you would never like actually do that. <laughs> they had it at Ralph's, a stack of butter. I walked into a stack of butter, like a fucking full pyramid. You knocked of, down the pyramid? I knocked down the pyramid because wow. I got the text message and I was like, I hate my life. Um, <laughs> I was like, this is so cliche. But I got a text like a it, year hey, after. I, want, I think you need to hear it gets butter it gets butter um so i i would give it that time and for the people yeah the people that i've like cut out of my life the frequency of trying to contact me has been it dwindles over time like when you don't give them any sort of acknowledge like you don't acknowledge them at all it slows down it might not stop for a long time but the more that you don't engage at all, the also the more that you're going to be able to heal and get over and yeah. move on. But when you let somebody who's like talk to you in a really toxic and manipulative way, even if you come back at that, knowing that and you say like, no, I'm not listening to this. I'm not handling it you're just going to be taken right back to when you did do that. Like your interactions with them, like it's going to give you a pit in your stomach and it's going to remind you of all those things and it's not helping you grow. And there's a, and I have struggled with that too, of being like, well, I want to be like, I'm like a strong person who like is not going to like let these, like how this person like emotionally abused me, like define me. It'll be different this time. Yeah. Or even just being like, I want to tell this person off. Like it's not about them. And like that sense of like confidence and strength comes from like how you live the rest of your life. You don't need to teach that person a lesson or anything like that like that's not on you and that's not uh you're not gonna ever get that satisfaction from it like you can There's say no happy ending with you engaging him it sounds no. like you're healing and that's awesome mm-hmm. I, we're proud of you but he's not your responsibility he is you you know he's got problems and it's not your fault it's not your job to fix him yeah it's not you don't deserve the way he treats you it's there's Mm-hmm. Just, just cut it. Let him figure his shit out. Move on. Yeah, and if you're worried about like your physical well-being or anything that he might do, and like you're afraid of any of that, you, which you should totally listen to your gut instinct with yeah. that. I don't know what state you're in, but in California, for restraining orders, if someone's on your property and won't leave, um, and basically being on your property is like a or has threatened you, like has threatened to do something, or is on your physical property and won't leave, you can call the police. And even if that person leaves by the time that the police get there, you have it on record that the 
the cops have been called for that. So then if they come back a second time or some like an event similar happens a second time on your property, there already is a record. And in California, you need two on like record twice or one one or two times before you can like go through with a restraining order. Um, So just know that like... Yeah, those tools are at your disposal if you need them. Yeah, and there's a piece of mind that like at least for me, like there's a piece of mind that kind of comes with it of being like... if you get like the law involved too, it also holds you accountable to be yes. like, I'm not going to let this person in my life because I like the really smart, like grown up adult side of my brain did this thing where I called the police because I knew this was a bad situation. You know and, how you feel right now. You know yeah. how you feel when you call the mm-hmm. cops, you know, you reached out to us like, you already know the answer here. And so maybe you're just looking for someone to like hold you to it. So we're going to hold you to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is, it's about you moving on and you healing. And it's not about telling him to stop contacting you because he's just going to, it'll, it'll happen eventually, but it's going to have nothing to do with you saying stop contacting me. Do you find you do that when you have things that you like, you know, you have to change or do. Uh I just tell everyone in my life. Oh, I just tell everyone like, oh yeah, I'm going to start going to the gym three times a week. And Mm -hmm. now it's like, I the more people I tell, the more it's like, oh shit, I really gotta do that. Thing, oh yeah, huh? no, I have friends who will do the opposite though, where like <laughs> if they like don't want my, they don't want me to tell them the truth about something, so they won't like ask my advice Funny. or tell me anything, and then the big like, oh, I have to tell you this crazy thing that happened. Like my life went to shit for three months. I'm like, why don't you tell me any of this? Like, well, I knew I was making all the wrong decisions, and I knew you would tell me that I was, so I didn't tell you. And I was like, okay, cool. Or like I didn't break up with that guy you told me to, and like you're right, it did suck. And I was uh-huh. like, okay, cool, uh-huh. good job, guys. Oh, okay. Well, best of luck. Best of luck. Next one. Uh, It's time for (gasps) listener's advice. Listener's advice. Did you also see people's suggestions? Yeah, I kind of liked, like, don't blame you. Don't. Oh wait, fuck! What were they called? Is this where they reflect on all the advice we've been giving, and they tell they us give how their own our, advice where our life needs to change? Oh my Is it god! Advice to Ooh. us. God, no, I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, I don't no. need that. No, it's when listeners call in with uh, us advice for other callers that oh, we've cool. had already on the show. I'm trying to remember what they fucking suggested we call it. Yeah. They're killing me, right? All of them are killing me. Yeah. Big like, man, we commented it so many times. Okay, well, um, I'll remember it eventually. Is it, don't blame us. That was one of them. So this is from the episode with uh, Lindsay from Almost 30. And this is the girl that had um, was inspired to drop out of school because Megan had. And we had told her to um, try out uh, community college. You're an inspiration. It's terrible. (laughs) That's like the worst part. Hi, Megan. I am 23 years old. And I am just going to leave some follow-up advice on the episode with Lindsay discussing the girl who had dropped out of college. Um, I think what you guys said about going to community college was wonderful advice. So I actually graduated high school a year early, was kind of thrown into, do I want to take a gap year to figure out what I want to do, or should I go right into college? What was the best choice for me? I had some family issues going on at the time. So I decided to go to community college. Um, I thought I wanted to be a teacher, so I decided to work at a daycare at the same time. I took classes part-time, went to uh, work full-time, and it really helped me figure out that that's not what I wanted to do. Um, I spent less than $10,000 on my first two years of school. It ended up giving me scholarships to pay for school, and I had more than half of my tuition paid just from going to community college for two years and really trying my hand at what I want to do. I ended up going to business school. I'm going back to get an MBA shortly. Um, I ended up in a leadership role at the company that I work at now. 
so great advice. I would suggest really just trying a million different things. I wanted to be a lawyer, ended up working at a law firm, didn't want to do that anymore. So um, just making sure that you attempt everything once. College is expensive. Um, you don't want to go for something that you're not going to end up using. Oh my God. Wow. She is the host for dropping out. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to reappoint her to be uh, the one that everyone asks for advice about dropping out. Wow. That's like hella impressive. And like a really good PSA for like, all, like she should be the commercial for community colleges. Yeah. I you mean, know? I think that just was, that's like great. That was great. I, I want, want to go to community college. Dude, same. I want that kind of drive. <laughs> like That's like impressive. Very impressive. That's incredibly, incredibly impressive. So I'm, I'm go so, community college. I'm so glad that I'm here listening to others as opposed to the calls that are going to reflect on this episode and be like, yeah, that Zach guy was a fucking idiot. <laughs> you know, what no. he was talking you, about. There are some where we, they, they, we've got, I've gotten some for mostly, well, I'll call him out Melvin. Melvin got so much heat for his episode. So you've, there's, I don't think anyone's ever even gotten okay, close. Cool, yeah. Cool, cool. I don't to think his. so either. Well, yeah. I'll add to that community college thing. Like, ton of my friends from my friend group at college were mismatched for either our college or their major. And so many of them changed and are so much better, so much happier for mm-hmm. it. I have, two friends who took a full year off and they're doing unbelievable now. And I think had they just like persevered, pushed through, stayed the course that was clearly not right for them, not yeah. making them happy, they would be in much worse situations now. Yeah. I think I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of like the whole like throw into the swimming pool. And then like, if you can't swim, like it's fine. Like you'll just float to the top once you drown. <laughs> like I don't really like love that whole thing. Yeah. And it's also like a very expensive way to drown. <laughs> um, so I've been a, I'm a huge proponent of like just finding what you want to do, but like not everything's fun all the time. And like knowing that like, you're going to have to do stuff that like isn't necessarily fun, but like you shouldn't, I don't know, like your mental health shouldn't like be sacrificed yeah, and, and all those other things. There's a difference between hard work and being mismatched. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I also know someone who has so much anxiety just at the idea of school and then she was top 10 of her class and it's like, no, you're you're doing good. You just need to find coping mechanisms yeah. exactly. and, and some release. There are others, my aforementioned friends, who like, this is not right for you. Let's change the major. Let's figure it mm-hmm. out. Find yourself. Yeah. Uh, and clearly the caller is a yeah. case study of why that can be really great. Oh, my God. Go you guys. Go so impressive. you. It's almost inspiring me to go back to school. Oh, maybe the section you can is... take classes online. Can the, can the segment be called Can't Blame Ya? Can't Blame Ya. That's oh, cool, too. That's good, too. Yeah. Um, well, that is our episode. Zach, thanks so much for being on. You gave great advice. Thanks for having me. And I'm, you weren't problematic I'm, at all. This is great. I'm relieved to hear. <laughs> and now you have to force the other Try Guys to come on. Yeah, I'm going to... I know that the, I'm here as a way to no, get the no, other no, two. No. no, you do realize you and Ned have shot to the top of our favorite Try Guys Fuck because you're the yeah. two who've come to this. This was really fun. No, I had a great time. You give great advice. I'm sorry Thank you had to listen to so many like young girls talk about sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's all fine. Um, I was going to say, like, my pleasure, but there's no yeah, good no, way. Yeah, I just <laughs> not. I just don't. I heard Almost myself say it. I'm like, no. Over 18. Yeah, so it's true. Okay. Yeah, we try. We Sick. try. Yeah. Um, so where can people stalk you on the internet? They can stalk me. Uh, you can. So actually, it's, if you pay some money, you can go into the white pages and oh, find out where people live. That's the most I do for everything. <laughs> oh, we do it all the time. Uh, you can follow me at Corn Diddy, a joke that just stayed with me, and that's my username forever. Uh, or follow us on tri- uh, the Try Guys, youtube.com slash Try Guys. Yeah. Uh, and if you guys want to be on an upcoming episode, if something's happening in your life and you need some advice, give us a call at 310-694-0976. International listeners, email us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can stalk Melissa and I 
uh, through the links in the description as well. And if you want to find out where else you can listen and or watch Don't Blame Me, this podcast, you can go to don'tblameme.show. We're on YouTube. We're on Stitcher Premium where you can listen to bonus episodes. It's pretty exciting. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, okay, guys, see you next week. Goodbye. I won't be here. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator, Amanda Lechner. Production assistance by Julie Carley. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Part of the HerPod Network. <laughs>